Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. We are back for our, I guess, annual limited run that may end after this limited run. (laughs) Because we are old, we feel every bit of it, and man, it's crazy to talk about wrestling. And also because for this two-part 2021 swaggy nomination extravaganza you only have myself your host mullet and joining me in chicago no matter what's going on you can't stop him from being here it's rich it's rip it's whatever he's going by today rip baby how are you doing nancy reagan the throat go to mgm studios bing bong fuck your life let's talk about some wrestling can I nominate Nancy Reagan's throat for the Career Reju- Rejuvenation of the Year Award? Is that allowed? <laughs> uh, she rejuvenated a lot of things. Uh, I don't know. About <laughs> I don't know about. Um, uh, do you know who uh, uh, one of the folks on the list of people that like was like, yeah, 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 yeah she sucked me off was? Uh, I just recently saw the list, but I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Cesar Romero. Oh, yes, 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 yes. With the Joker makeup on or no? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely with the mustache, because obviously Only the mustache. With, yeah, you wouldn't get rid of it for Joker. Yeah. Uh, that is a Kickspit Underground Rock Festival band name, Nancy Reagan's Throat. <laughs> uh, honorable mention to another uh, name I saw on Twitter that very night, uh, Throatus. <laughs> uh, we probably had a few of those. Um, so this is us. We're back. Uh, <laughs> it's like we never left. Uh, and this is like what that. you get. This is what you get. You wait all year for this. <laughs> and here we are. So, yeah, so life is crazy. It's the holidays. Um, so everyone is, is unfortunately predisposed to join us this evening for what will uh, be the start of a six-week limited run. Uh, tonight's episode will be uh, two parts, no matter how quickly we get through this, because it's just the two of us, even though we are the two most long-winded motherfuckers, eh, two of the three. Um, we will not go four hours like last year's Swaggy uh, nomination shows did. We only have our nominations to share. Um, but Widen and Tope both got holiday family stuff. It is the holidays. Happy, uh, Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You're, for when you're hearing this right now, Merry Christmas. Next week, Happy New Year. And then uh, Tope and I already have in the the bank uh, the 2021 Men's and Women's Royal Rumble drinking game that we did. And then we'll share the winners of the awards. You guys will vote on like you do every single year. Then we'll do Royal Rumble pickums, and then you'll uh, probably never hear from us again. But 2021 has been such a crazy year for wrestling that we had to get on the Swaggies. Rich, just if you could encapsulate 2021 in like a big overarching word or theme. What, what would you say 2021 was for wrestling? Bye bye. 
Rich is going to be doing nothing but side talk. Uh, That's not quotes. a side talk thing. That oh, was, was it? What is that? Bye bye. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty crazy year. I feel like we've had that for the past like four or five years, but it's yeah, been sure. weird. <laughs> it's been it's been weird uh, because it's definitely been for me, and I think you can equal this the least engaged I've been yeah. since the podcast started, like by yeah. far. Yeah, the pandemic killed two things for me. My love of podcasting and my love of wrestling. Well, let's talk on a wrestling podcast <laughs> for the next three hours, shall we? <laughs> um, let's let's just jump into it, man. So if you're new here, uh, well, how the fuck did you find us? Uh, and if you're the one of 40 people that still probably has this in your subscriptions, we have a bunch of categories that are outside the, the realm of normal awards, and we're going to give our nominations for them, and you're going to go to arcadeaudio.net slash the Swaggies or Swaggy Awards or something. It's going to be in the description of the episode, and you're going to vote for uh, what you're going to win or what you think are the winners. So let's get started. Let's be clear. You win nothing. The same oh, no. as, as us. We have won nothing. No. I will years say. Years that we've done this. So Rich and I being the only two that did their, their nominations, I did uh, – Rich was uh, – wanted to be sure he put something in for everyone so I could track it properly, and I checked them. So I've already seen Rich's nominations. I'm going to keep track of a specific category for each of us, which one of us mentions our guy the most in our nominations, uh, and it's going to be close. It is going to be close. You'll know what I'm talking about. We'll start with uh, our newest – uh, category and that we've only done for the past couple years. It is the Scarlet Bordeaux Deep Dive of the Year in honor of Scarlet Bordeaux uh, Deep Throating Banana uh, two years ago at this point. Congratulations to her. Uh, it's a random moment that deserves recognition that's going to get missed throughout the year. Uh, last year's winner was Natalia and her sister slapping their tits on social media, so it's a very prestigious award. Richie didn't have anything for this, so I will encourage you throughout the episode if something pops up, we'll add it to the list. That's, sure. that's the spirit of the award. Yeah, I had, I had five. Yeah, good. I had, I had five because uh, this is uh, arguably my favorite award. Really, why I do the whole episode? Uh, first one was uh, the fact that WrestleMania had a rain delay for forty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here, this is also what's going to happen. There's going to be so many things that I forget. One happened, yeah. which is the point of this award, or two happened this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I very much had that when I was just reviewing my own picks today. Yeah, there I went were back- plenty of things that I had to go back and like look up. When they I went back and added when we didn't get any nominations in. I went back and tried to add so that way we at least had like five nominees in some categories. There's a couple we're just going to give the awards out today because there's no other choices for. But I tried to give some extra lists. This one I already had from the beginning. Uh, Roman Reigns yeeting Dominic Mysterio out of the frame on SmackDown uh, back uh, right after WrestleMania it was one of my favorite uh, Thunderdome tricks they ever pulled. Uh, I can't believe this was this year. My whole was this year <laughs> hmm. that feels like a decade ago yeah but Fuck. considering the fact that it was a nia Jax and lana match um just in and of itself but nia Jax yelling my hole and blowing up social media i really think that's one of the things that's going to contribute to things seeming so long ago is those like first couple rounds of releases that happened earlier in the year because oh, yeah. that already feels like yeah like lana's been out of the company for you know fucking three years already she was in the final five of this year's rumble uh <laughs> yeah. and i were like what the fuck is happening jason um, yeah 
uh, CM Punk doing John Cena's Five Moves of Doom and making me leap out of my chair uh, and waking my wife up, who had fallen asleep during one of the best wrestling shows that ever happened. Oh, yeah. And uh, and finally, uh, Urban Meyer's uh, highlight of his year being appearing in Stadium Stampede 2. <laughs> yep. That is, that, is, that is a fact. That is just true. That's just like the fact of the matter right there. Yeah, I, I was very happy. I remember that one today when I was uh, I was getting ready to do my, my picks for our pick'em contest with football. I was like, oh, yeah, son of a bitch, Urban Meyer. Uh, so, yeah, if anything comes up, please let me know. I'll be happy to go back and add them. Okay. Uh, but this is a award that uh, you always are going to be a, a stalwart in nominating people for, the Santino Morella Award for Excellence in Comedic Wrestling. Last year's winner, ending a three-year streak for our truth was Orange Cassidy. Uh, Rich, you have your list pulled up and you want to like talk about it or you want me to kind of pitch you who to talk no, about? No, it, it doesn't let me pull it up. It just, when I submit oh. it, it just goes to you. Right. Uh, right so so if a... you want to share it with me, you can. Ah, yes, let's do that. I get okay. what you're saying now. That's the ticket. That's uh, the ticket. That's the ticket. Uh, we actually did not have any repeats, which is which is funny. I thought that we might, but we don't. To be, uh, to be fair, to be transparent, um... I couldn't really think of too many people. Or you could just share the... Yeah, this works, too. This is fine. That works, too? Yeah, because I can yeah. still see it. Um, uh, so you nominated last year's winner, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I so I uh, I thousand percent just couldn't come up with fucking people. So I just wrote down... With the exception of, like, two, I just wrote down everyone I normally write down. Because they're I still say, active. I wrote down the winners. I was like, wait, you did, but you didn't write Prezongo. <laughs> <laughs> like, you lazy prick. Um... Yeah, so you have Orange and you have R Truth. R Truth had a, a quietly just stellar year, as mm-hmm. as he is prone to do for this. Um, and then I can't believe I forgot Malcolm Bivens. Yeah, it's well because he's not outwardly comedic on television. Yes, it's I just think that's all exactly it to kind of um, uh, foreshadow a later category it's really all mm-hmm. on social media where he kind of shines in that in that regard yes um mine is basically like the opposite almost of that and that like some of the bright spots of the dying days of what we know as nxt were all the segments with the way like all the little videos of mm-hmm. the, the honeymoon and the bachelor and bachelorette parties and even just you know you know johnny and candace and austin and, and, and Dex doing their thing and then uh, Cameron Grimes, who was kind of lumped into that, and then also earlier on in the year was still doing the Million Dollar Man stuff yeah. Yeah. prior to his turn, um, was definitely the highlights of a show that you could definitely sense was sadly changing. And also uh, for for Cameron Grimes in particular, like really um, just excellent in terms of like being comedic and and it being part of him getting over. Yes. 100%. Um, which is definitely the case of one of your nominees that started last year and has just continued this year, John Silver. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Like, uh, I remember, you know, a few months ago, uh, he was going to have like a match on Rampage or whatever. And he got like in ring promo time with Shivani on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I was just like, look at, look at my little guy. And I was gonna I was gonna bring that up because I felt it was almost done to it was against Cole, it was just like a month or so ago. Yeah. yeah. And it was done to like explain budge to people. And like yeah. they didn't even need to really do it because the crowd like picked up on it right away, which is uh, good. Uh, I'll say, went to I'll show say right like now. the synergy. I'll say right now, 
I needed it. Sure. <laughs> but like it was done for that case and it was honestly the percentage was not that high. Yeah. So it just goes to show how effective he has been and they have been at doing that sort of stuff. Also on the topic of budge and uh, in, in regards to an explanation for it, there, it's, it is, it, there's no explanation. It is nothing. Uh, no, like, there is, is an explanation. No, but like, so as, as to like why the word budge is nothing. So, so it's just, it's just, they misheard boom. <laughs> that's all it was. But, but yeah, that's what I'm saying and, is like, yeah, for the, for being the specific word budge is, is no reason. Yeah, and it's easier to say than it's easier to say than Muff Flanagan, which was their other idea for his yeah, new name. Sure. And they didn't want to say boobs overly because the original oh. joke was they thought Adam Cole was saying I'm all about that boobs, and it's like, wait, you don't like boobs? <laughs> God damn it! I need to go back and put that in somewhere. And then as your your, your legacy nominee, Cole Cabana. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think he did a single thing comedic this year, but <laughs> just give it to him. <laughs> yeah. You spill cool. already? Yeah. Category two, and you're already spilling. Uh, let's spill some heat. That's not a thing. Um, the expensive heat award for uh, best heat of the year. Last year's winner was MJF. You and I both nominated MJF. Yep. Who will probably get this award named after him, like the Brian Danielson Technical Wrestler Award. Yeah. Uh, any I, specific moment that you have? I have like, I mean, there's plenty, but. I'll tell you right now, it's nothing recently. Because I feel like his work with Punk is is kind of his like most is weakest shit weakest yeah yeah I, it's all i it's think all it's purposeful like paint by, i fucking hope it is it's all paint by numbers and just kind of like lcd-ish sound system I, I think it's purposeful based on i could go into this for an hour and a half but um I, I think it's purposeful and I think it's going to lean into a little bit of what we saw with him against Mox where it tapped into like his like actually kind of psychotic like state. And I think Punk's going to eventually break him mm-hmm. um, when he just can't get him. I'm hopeful. I hope I'm hopeful. That's where that goes, yeah. but I could be wrong. Um, uh, I have a couple other ones. I have Dan Lambert. Um, mm-hmm. That's because Tope's not here. And I, I mean, who's it, the, he's effective. Who's this, who's this third uh, uh, oh, that was me today. <laughs> that was me today, like adding stuff on when uh, I was like, oh, we only have two nominees. The Dan Lambert of it all, it, yes, sure, effective, I guess. Um, my sort of the same, it's just all just like easy, it's just all like real low hanging fruit. It's cheap. I mean, we didn't say it was, we didn't say it was best in terms of like quality, I mean, just in terms of getting heat. It, yeah, it's just like. It's the word started because of the Elias Seattle line. No, <laughs> you know I, mean? I know, but it's it's cheap in the way to me that there's a reason why no one else was doing it. Sure, you know what I mean. Like I get that. There's there's plenty of people that are going to take the easy, you know, the easy route. Um, and this was so easy of a route that I was just like, I I don't give a shit. It was it was cheap heat in a way to me that i I just want i i very often would just change the channel or fast forward or do something which is you know not what you want Yeah, it's hard because it stands out as being so different in such a solid product so i i get that but it it, to me it was almost a way of balancing the show out for casual people that are flipping through like who's this asshole that may very well agree with what he's saying and stop for him you know it's 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 counter counterproductive but also it's counter programming uh, on the flip side well, of that, that's, uh, that's not accomplishing 
what we're saying then. Like if it is people that agree with them, then it's then it's not heat. Then then they're like, oh, all right, this guy. Well, I mean, in terms of just sitting and watching, and then then possibly developing into the product is is the hope in the game. Yeah. On the flip side of that, Don Callis is just a wonderful piece of shit. Oh, uh, <laughs> a number one turd. The fact that when he did the reveal during the contract signing, and that he had fucking. <laughs> A, a um, fake, fake goatee mustache. under a mask. Yeah, a fake, a fake mustache and goatee under his face being hidden is just like, God, what a wonderful piece of shit. Uh, I also have Roman Reigns here, very much kind of like what you were just talking about, yeah. where he's getting that mixed reaction, but when he's in a certain crowd, it's mm-hmm. a, he, he's getting what he's meant to get. Yeah, and then uh, and that is then, definitely an oversight for me, for sure. Yeah, and then uh, not purposefully, uh, Tony Khan for turning off Kazi Ninare, <laughs> <laughs> and and really like almost, and the fact that also they only had, like nine minutes left for that match in the first place, uh, changing the course of that match and the next like two months of Dynamite for the better. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Once You Pop Award for Pop of the Year last year's winner was Edge, uh, his return to the Royal Rumble. Never heard of him. Um, I shouldn't say that because one of my nominees that I added today was Edge's uh, entrance on the first SmackDown in front of a live crowd before SummerSlam this year, which was one of the most ridiculous ovations I've ever heard in my entire life. And literally could have been pretty much anybody because he was the first person through the curtain, but Tope's not here. I'm I'm trying trying to do what I can for Tope. Um, You and I naturally both have uh, your winner, and if it doesn't win, then we're really not coming back. Uh, CM Punk's debut in Chicago on AEW Rampage. Yeah, I can attest to their life for it uh, firsthand. Yeah, it was um, it was pretty loud. It was it the loudest you've ever experienced at a wrestling show, to your knowledge. Uh, it's it's honestly it's hard to determine because that the Hardy Boys pop at WrestleMania was so loud and it was in an yeah. open air setting, yes. which. Like, if you account for that being indoors, then it was probably be louder for sure, for sure. But, and, and yeah, but it was it was definitely up there, man. It was, was um, especially for something that was just so um, anticipated. Expected. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Hardy Boys just completely out of left field. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, this was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay. Let's go. All right. Oh, boy. Let's. Oh, I didn't know you had my inner thoughts hooked up to a a, a playback machine. Uh, I, I think for me, like the three that I've been live to and experienced, two were outdoors, one being the Hardys, the other one being the Undertaker kick out for the super kick mm-hmm. pedigree combo. Yeah. It was like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. And then the loudest indoor one, honestly, might have been another kick out, might have been Johnny's kick out at TakeOver. Oh, I... I, mean, I have you, no yeah, recollection of yeah. that. <laughs> I literally just watched that the other day again on my phone. <laughs> and I, it was so like, as much as I wanted to be on you, I literally, in the clip I have, I turned yeah. the camera around. Yeah, the you have to. Like, this is wild. Yeah. Like, so those, so I can imagine that. Good being... thing they locked those two guys up. huh? <laughs> Long-term contracts. Um, so, and then t- your, your point out is the, the debuts that somehow happened four weeks later. Uh, and Cole, back to fucking back. 
Adam Cole and Brian Danielson's back-to-back debut at All Out, which would definitely be in that same top five for me, being yeah. there live and experiencing yeah. that. The fact, the nerve that they had to do Cole first, the one that you were weren't sure was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, we saw Brian Danielson. I don't have a voice yeah. left. Yeah. Um, that's right there. Uh, my yeah, the two... fact that, that those two were as loud as they were at the end of the show when everyone already didn't have anything left. Yeah. It was like, oh, I guess I have these reserves. Here you go. Here's my energy. Yeah, we, we basically turned into a strong style match as a crowd. Where it's <laughs> like, we kicked yeah. out at one. cheering <laughs> and, spirit. And we immediately died afterwards. Yeah. Um, my other two is talk about something that was expected, and then you still got it. But Hangman's uh, Joker entrance for the casino ladder match honestly might have like like immediately equaled Punk. Like mm-hmm. Everyone was hoping for it. And you're trained as a wrestling fan to not get what you want and not yeah. get what you expect. And then it happened. Everyone's like, holy shit. And it was just perfect. How um, much of AEW's success is just built on the back of, of WWE treating us like goddamn shit for Punk, 50 fucking years? Punk just had the quote that they use. It's like, honestly, yeah. it's, it's not hard. You just give people what they want to have happen. <laughs> Whether they expect it or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, yeah. it's that fucking easy. We said it AW, when we said it AW, when, when Brian won the fucking titles at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, you see, you could just do that. Yeah, you could just do that anytime you want. That easy. And then three weeks, they had him running away from Kane. Well, um, hey, look, AW is Batista's "Give me what I want" promo as a wrestling company. <laughs> That's all that it is. Uh, and the final one I had uh, was John Cena's SummerSlam return, uh, which everyone kind of expected in terms of the internet crowd, but the, the live crowd didn't expect that whole money in the bank show was like, the, like an awesome crowd. Cause I think that was in Chicago. Was it in Chicago? No. Was it in, I don't remember. When, oh no. It was in the stadium show. No. Yeah. It was, uh, it was in Vegas. Wasn't it? I think it's going to be in Vegas. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, it was fucking loud. Really fucking loud. <laughs> it was a great, great pop. And it made me, it, it was a good moment for me to see Cena be like, Oh man, this is what happens to people like you. Sweet. <laughs> We'll get to that moment again in another category coming up. Uh, the It's My Job Award, Jobber of the Year. Last year's winner was Pineapple Pete, who somehow, of 298,000 people have AEW contracts, but Pineapple Pete literally is selling pineapples on the streets of Tijuana now. Uh, you and I uh, agreed on what I, what I would personally vote to be the winner, Fuego del Sol. Yeah, I mean, uh, same thing back with like Heath Slater and you know whoever else like and and Kurt Hawkins, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever they you're you're such a jobber and so good at being a jobber, they they make your story being a jobber. That's usually a pretty good sign for you're going to win this award. It's also effective in that they give him uh, you know storyline opportunities with the Miro thing, then mm-hmm. a payoff with Sammy giving him the contract, mm-hmm. and then in the span of two or three months, he's just right back to being right a back. jobber. seamlessly like that's the mark of an effective jobber is you get the spotlight you fucking run with it and by no ill will it's just like well there's nothing else to do with you yeah go put hook over yeah uh let me uh, i'm gonna so i'm gonna make a third which is also a mark of a of a good jobber that they're gonna you know trust you to put over you know this fucking kid in his first match uh, it's the first reference of Hook. I'm marking that down. Um, <laughs> looky, looky. <laughs> oh, man. What if they gave him Rufio hair? I mean, he's it, just, just color it that way. It'd be great. 
a great little weekend and nod. Uh, I also put Brandon Cutler. Um, who's... Or what if they give him Captain Hook's, Hook's wig? <laughs> the Captain Hook's hand. <laughs> they just cut one of Hook's hands off. <laughs> Still be fucking great. Uh, <laughs> I would like to see him. And then when the wig comes off, he looks just like Dustin Hoffman with the wig off. Just sad. Dude, every time I watch that movie, like, I remember growing up and not seeing Dustin Hoffman. No. And no. then I remember watching that movie as an adult. And even when they take the, the, the wig off, I still don't see Dustin Hoffman. It's a really sad moment. And you forget what a horrible person he is for like five seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's effective. Uh, effective also is Brandon Cutler being a, just a, a, the Don Callis of jobbers. Just a piece of shit that annoys the shit out of me. Uh, it just goes to show that I don't have great, any WWE nominees here. Great, great we, lackey. Uh, yes. Also. Yeah. I don't have any WWE nominees here because they got rid of all of them. And it's a, it shows in their TV program because yeah. now and now all but like beat. two and a half people, all but two and a half people beat everyone and get beat by everyone. Yeah, I literally saw Rhea Ripley lose to Zelina Vega in ninety seconds on Raw yesterday. I saw that. I saw so fucking uh, SRS does the the thing that sucks where he just like fucking live tweets what happens on Raw mm-hmm. or whatever show he's watching. Yeah. Um. Uh, otherwise, I think he's very good at what he does. Um. Agreed. Uh, and so I saw, yeah, I saw that he put Rhea Ripley lost in 58 seconds, and I just, I, I had to turn off Twitter. Yeah, by a crucifix pin. Uh, I mean, good for Selena, I guess. Yeah, sure. Great. Uh, so all my, all the rest of mine are also AEWs. I have Chaos Project, uh, fucking Luther. God bless you, man. I'm going to become Chris Jericho's friend. <laughs> I'm going to fucking be, if anything bad happens to me, I know he's going to give me money. Mm-hmm. Or if nothing bad happens to me, I got a gig. Yeah. Mr. Pentacle is just along for the ride. Uh, Lee Moriarty, who will not be in this category next year, but is basically being used at it right now in, yeah. I think, in, in a way that's different than we were talking about for Fuego del Sol. And that, like, mm-hmm. I fully expected him for a half second to be the guy that beat CM Punk in, like, a one, two, three kid moment. And he's going to, I think, get that and be off to the races. It helps that he's also got, like, a look and charisma. Oh yeah, he's fucking killer. And uh, I just have this is a, fucking... this is a this is a great this is a great pick. Um, the jobber stable, yeah, the jobber stable of the wingmen. Yeah. Fucking Peter Avalon, Caesar Bononi, uh, JD Drake, and fucking Ryan Nemeth, who I yeah. thought I saw at Publix earlier tonight when I was getting something you did. for our dinner. No, it was you just did. another douchebag. Wow. <laughs> just another douchebag. I have one more of those coming up. I swear to God, I went to, I went to Publix and I was like. Why is the whole AEW roster here? And it's like, oh, wait, these are just fucking random guys. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Great job. They're over. You can easily slot them in. They're like mm-hmm. a lower 2.0 in that yeah. they have everything perfectly ready for whatever you need them for. And when you need them, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. But you don't care because they're so entertaining. Yeah. And there's still like the opportunity for like a few of them to kind of break out. You know, you got your Caesar Bernoni could. Benoni, you know? Benoni will be the guy that like breaks up with them and beats them all and then gets a little mid-card yeah. run in like a face stable or something. And I could see like, you know, like down the line, like J.D. Drake, you know, hooking up with FTR or something like that. Yes, as well, absolutely. Know? Or being like like Spears breaks off and him and Spears form a team. Like there's so, so many possibilities yeah. because yeah. They, they set people up to do that. Yeah. Peter Avalon, um, however, will will never rise above his station in life. <laughs> Peter Avalon and Leva Bates will be librarians by 2023. <laughs> Um, best turn, uh, heel or face turn of the year. Last year's winner was Roman Reigns. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say, I had, a, I had a difficult time remembering any, like, true moments of this. So did I. I mean, the two that I put, I don't even think you can really count still. And even sure. yours, I don't think really even. Well, yours does There's count a... from the beginning of the year. I'm was guessing, that... are, you, are you talking about the face turn of the person you nominated? Yeah, when did that happen? That was in February. Okay, so yeah. So, like, there was, like, that you could at least, like, point to a moment, you know? Yes. Yes, it was because it was a great homage to the famous Terry Funk Onita match. We'll get there. We'll get there. Of we'll similar there. stipulations, yeah. Well, your nominee was Eddie Kingston. Yes. Okay. We've gotten there. Um, yeah, because yeah, that's that's kind of when it went because they were just feuding, just you know, fucking, you know, Three months weeks before. months before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was like a, a a clear moment. Like from that moment, he like wasn't with the family anymore, and he was only with Mox. And then, you know, nothing but fucking good things happened from there out. You know, as 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 much of a fucking, like, wet fart and, uh, like, very underwhelming moment as that was mm-hmm. uh, with with the end of that exploding barbed wire match, um, it, it, it bloomed a good flower. I... I 100% agree, and I wish that it would have been a whole fucking forest had it gone off the way that it did, because that could have been even bigger than what sure. it was. Yeah, yes. Um, so my two, like I said, but I don't Also, even... at the same time, like, the fact that it wasn't, and Mox was actually, never actually in danger, it... it kind of makes it a little bit more poetic. It does kind of make it more poetic, because it did make Eddie show his true colors kind of for nothing. Yeah. And and show his friendship for nothing. And, you know, like yeah. egg on your face. You're a good person. <laughs> God, I want to hear Eddie Kingston say that to somebody sarcastically. <laughs> Such a great Kingston line. Just throws <laughs> in somebody's face. I mean, that's basically half of anybody's day-to-day dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Uh so my so I had Moxley and I was anticipating it happening because we already got the seeds planted for it with mm-hmm. uh, the ladder match and his promos and whatnot. Um, but we didn't get there. And then for Brian Danielson, we are kind of in the middle of it, but I could fully expect we're recording this the day before winter is coming tomorrow. Hangman beating Danielson and just getting a handshake. And then yeah. he's just baby face dragon again. Yeah. I think it's just Brian Danielson just <laughs> is getting his beating the shit out of white dudes fetish out for four, four weeks. <laughs> And then we'll be right back to where. So my two that I came up with literally today, I think, are more legitimate than those two I just had. Uh, Adam Cole turning on uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor with yep. uh, the U the UE lineup and just the fucking super kick yep. was stellar. And then uh, the return, I beat you to, to beat you to it, the return of Rebel Heart and Johnny G. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's all like because I don't know. It's also amorphous and like gray as far as like because again, it, it's it's hard for it to like pinpoint on a moment because you could even like say that he's like f- during the wedding, basically. Oh, he's like a, he's been a face for a couple months. I was, yeah. I, I more so meant like Johnny turning face, like basically giving Dexter approval Back- and like his little mini Carmelo Hayes feud as well. Yeah, yeah. Was really where it came from, but Rebel Heart sealed it. Obviously, um, I was going to point out something sarcastically. I mean, you're a lot of these are shades of gray, polymorphous. Because I mean, if Cody's taught us anything, there are no heels and faces anymore. It's just you mm, know. he's wise. <laughs> that's what you I know. Just, that's why he comes out of the middle of, uh, of the ramp, right? I just had to drop the first ingredient in, uh, mm. just to let it let it build. 
Uh, you were ahead of this so far. I, the one regret in not having a podcast this whole year was just you being able to see this through. I don't it. think that would have been healthy for me. <laughs> well, what is nowadays? <laughs> Touche. Um, the Zack Ryder Memorial Award for Best Social Media Use last year's winner was Chuck Taylor, who I nominated again this year just because uh, he has funny tweets, and that's good enough for me. Uh, same thing with Becky Lynch, who always is just very well in character. Um, you... I, on the, the uh, Becky Lynch note, uh, I'm sure you saw the, um, the the viral video of her like getting into it with a fan, blaming her for the loss, yes. this little kid, and uh, and then tweeting that she's uh, looking to have her banned. Like, <laughs> All feature events. <laughs> like, do it. Yeah, <laughs> like it. That would be... The funniest thing, it would get posted on social media immediately. Like they walk up to, to be to go into the building, or even just like say, like, like reach out, DM, like, hey, next time we're in town, we'll leave you some tickets at will call. And instead yes. it's a slip of paper saying you've officially been banned from all WP. Fuck, if they can ban punk and Seth from fucking uh, music festivals, just have, like fake put a list up backstage that says like that one girl <laughs> that oh, gives a lose. No, I but I'm saying not fake actually ban them how fucking funny would that be they probably deserve it sure um, uh, you alluded to this one just a little bit ago when he came up Mal- malcolm bivens mm-hmm. uh who's just always on fucking point what he, there was some tiktok challenge this year that he tried to get like it was like about a woman revealing themselves and he had i forget who was doing it and the reveal was him. And it was just like, you just know what you're doing. You're yeah. great. Also, almost even like, he even knows how to use the, the algorithm. Because sometimes, even funnier than what he posts, are just scrolling through and seeing what he's liked. <laughs> yeah. And like, not like going to his page and then going to likes. I mean, yeah. like, you're just scrolling through your regular timeline. And the algorithm will sometimes feed you like, so-and-so liked. And then it'll, yes. it'll feed you the tweet. And then mm-hmm. sometimes you like get a, a fucking weird tweet, and, and you look up, and it's Malcolm Bivens liked. I, that happens to me with Stand the Dry Bear a lot. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> can I nominate Stand the Dry Bear for this? <laughs> yeah, I'm adding him to the list. <laughs> yeah, someone uh, needed to tweet a lot about fucking NFTs and crypto and tweeting at people his cash app. <laughs> he's one of the people that's listening to this right now. Stan, you're nominated for Swaggy. Congratulations. Uh, I'm going to limit your voting. Uh, you also put Kevin Owens on the list. Yeah, he's just good at Twitter. Uh, and I'm not sure, like, so I still put being the elite. Like, so does YouTube media. count? Like, yeah, that it counts. counts. Yeah, it okay. Counts. I feel I almost feel like cheating because that's so. It's like it, yes, it counts. And no, it doesn't count because like you wouldn't put like AEW Dark on there, you know? Sure, because that's yeah. a show. Whereas like being the elite still kind of like a vlog, blog, whatever the fuck, dog with a blog, fucking whatever. <laughs> Don't you dare. No, edit that out. Edit that out. I knew you were going to get mad. <laughs> I knew you were going to get mad. And you did uh, it anyway. I'm going to bleep it. <laughs> it's confused people. Like, what racist rant did Mullet just go on? <laughs> uh, so this uh, one, best wrestling <laughs> meme. Uh, last year, for the second straight year, this will not be up for uh, nominees. Because last year, we only had one. The Undertaker behind AJ Styles meme. Uh, for the graveyard match. And this year, I initially I, put... I never know what to put here. And, and you I put just, nothing. Yeah, well, I put nothing, but I just I just thought of one. 
And I went to click into the spreadsheet that I'm that you're sharing your screen with. Because <laughs> I'm old. old. Um, so maybe we'll put, be able to put these two. I mean, whatever it is, it's not going to win against mine. No, the I fact know. That well, we take, well, we'll see. Uh, Hook. Hook is a meme. Yeah. And has grown into something that we now have to face as potentially the next couple decades of wrestling fandom. Yeah. And we're going to get into a lot more hook. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, you're welcome. But, like, this is the greatest example of group mind I've ever seen in the history of anything. It's very good. It's very good. When everyone's just, like, in on it. And just, not just in on it, but for it. Yeah, like, there's not any one person that's just like getting in on this and shitting on it and being like, guys, mm. come on, really? Oh, uh, well, like, I will say they're out there. They're, I haven't seen them then, and they I'm are. so glad I haven't. It's like fucking keep the illusion up, man. It's like Santa and the Easter Bunny. It's just yeah. fucking great. Uh, it's like, and I honestly think that Tony Khan probably leaned into it. Where like eight months ago, Hook was probably ready for his debut, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, you know what? Let's just let it sizzle, and like they're gonna start randomly eating chips. We'll just keep randomly saying your name in situations. And, like, it's just funny, the phrase, send hook. Or, hook, you all right? Like, those are just funny phrases. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then once they finally happen, we're like, oh, wait, now he's really, really good. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. Uh, what was the one you came up with? Uh, the uh, Samoa Joe and a poncho meme. <laughs> Fuck, that is really good. It's, it's, really good. it's incredibly underused. Just him with that fucking, like, what are you going to do, smirk on his face? And the I answer is a... uh, get fired and then get hired again and then get hurt again. Spoiler, I have him in my best release of the year just by general principle. And he might be the first person ever that got released and rehired in the same year. And now he's not on TV. I think Zelina, does Zelina get released this year too? It's so hard to remember and tell. It's so fucking. It, she had no to one, have. No one knows. <laughs> not even malachi black she There's had no to, way to because know. they got rid of her they were about to re-debut malachi then they brought they brought her back and immediately fired him when God, was what, a, what a shithole company yeah i i don't remember that was that was when they released people because the uh because it was because of uh, uh you know fucking only fans and twitches oh yes that that thing that uh made people's lives better that that reason um, well, cool. Hook versus Samoa Joe in a poncho. I just want to see that on pay-per-view. Just, <laughs> it's just going to be good. Um, best merch last year, the AEW action figures uh, won. This year, I think uh, we pretty much all have AEW things, except one thing I added to be a jerk earlier today. Uh, well, kind of. Well, eventually. Uh, I obviously put what I'm wearing right now, the CM Punk AEW shirt, just for fucking nailing it. And it's also so comfortable and so nice. And I'll, I'm indebted to you and Charlie for the rest of my life for getting me the the live version of it. For getting you a lie? Yeah. I'll tap for fucking getting me? Yes. Yeah. Because the back of your shirt says what again? Well, this is the other one I bought that doesn't oh. say it. Because well, that, that, that other one's in a drawer <laughs> that'll be that'll be Jilly, like a month of Jillian's like college of the way retro wrestling shirts are nowadays. Um, I also put the AW wrestling buddies cause I got the first one uh, and they just fucking nailed it with the packaging in the box and they look really cool. 
I'd uh, also, also, while you're on the topic mm-hmm. of of the uh, toys and stuff, I'd I'd also put in there the um, AWLJN style figures as well. Ah, yes. You know? God damn it, they're just great. As as I said before, uh, AEW doing WWE nostalgia better than WWE is. I can't wait for. I, so I I'm pretty sure because they don't. I think the LJ logo was on the packaging. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the Young Bucks had done this earlier. So, like, what's stopping them from just, like, buying, like, Coliseum home video? Sure. Because I also nominated AEW DVDs because Pro Wrestling Tees and at, at live events, they sell the pay-per-views on DVD still. Mm-hmm. Um, and WWE just announced, like, a couple weeks ago that they're not going to be producing DVDs anymore. Yeah. And just to continuing, just they're making sure that they depress me in any way. Uh, what – they should honestly take it one step further and – like TNA just or TNA fuck me impact uh just you know released and they sold out of it slam anniversary on VHS I, like, I just added it to the list <laughs> you, yeah like you get you get you buy the rights to Coliseum home video I don't know if that was like an actual Titan I didn't know if they owned that company or if that was a third-party company it, it was in-house it was in-house yeah it was in-house okay so yeah. you can't ever do that I mean LJN LJN was their own thing LJN was not you know in-house sure 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 um but what's to but, say that there wasn't like, what's to say that like Coliseum Home Video like that the trademark is uh, not like current for fair. it? Like, that's a good point. That's a good point. Just, or fuck, just like, spell look. it differently. Spell the, do the Roman thing and make the U of V. Or pretend you're in like 1998 and said Coliseum with a K. Sure. You know. But yeah, do uh, that and then release VHSs and and then fucking you know make make a lot of money off of and have Excalibur <laughs> and Taz have Excalibur and Taz do like Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon bits on them. Oh my god fucking pay me who's, money who's the lord alfred hayes of aew uh mark henry <laughs> absolutely that was way easier than you were expecting it to be <laughs> ah perfect uh sometimes big show but mostly mark henry yeah <laughs> um uh you just it, <laughs> i'm so happy to say this out loud you just copied and pasted the johnny gargano pro wrestling tees url yep <laughs> Uh, you can you can give me one for Christmas. It'd be great. Not you, Mullet, but like whoever's listening to this. They're all so good. I went specifically down to the very bottom to make sure that he's still selling the whole shebang Johnny Gargano Power Rangers oh, yeah. shirt. Oh yeah, that I still that I still own, and it's it's so fucking great. Um, and finally, uh, all the Fiend stuff coming out after his release. Yeesh, stuff that's still coming out. Uh, yeah, I just saw like on Instagram today, somebody was like, oh, maybe he's coming back. And they're like, no, just these companies like the pre-plan what they're releasing. Mm-hmm. So if you see a holiday fiend Funko pop, that's been in production for 15 months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, WWE being WWE. Best finisher name. Last year's winner was the Big Bang Catastrophe or the BBC. Uh, it was a little hard this year. I didn't feel like there was a lot of standouts. Um, I, I sc- scoured up a few, most of which have already been happening for a while. I put the cave in, Cameron Grimes. Nice little odd uh, 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 nod to him being Carolina Caveman. Lockjaw, Rick Baker. Uh, Big Rig, the new uh, name of the Shatter Machine from FTR in honor of Brody Lee. Yep. Snare Trap, which I just dig. For good. Jungle Boy. It's good. And then uh, yours, the winner. <laughs> Red Rum. Uh, hooks. 
uh, uh, interpretation of a Taz mission. Of a Kachahachame, as Joey Styles would yell over and over again. Mm -hmm. Uh, It hasn't been said, well, he's only had one match, and it just happened like eight days ago. Uh, Is that the first move that's ever been announced via Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I feel like that's actually happened a, a few times in AEW so far. Hmm. I can't point to them, but I feel I feel like I've seen that a few times. Like Excalibur coming out, like you know, with like, oh, I was talking to whoever, and they said it's this. Oh yeah, I love when they do that. Can I just say, like, that's I always appreciate when it's like I was talking to so they don't do that enough. Like I was talking to so earlier in the day, and they said commentary specifically. Yeah, be on the lookout for this, or like Mm -hmm. they're looking forward to this, and it's just like, yeah, that gives it realism. It sounds like you're doing your job. (laughs) I, I, it's something that I've really appreciated doing the, the retro diary, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle, where I'm still in the year 1995. Um, and yeah, like it happens all the time, even with like Heenan, where it's like, yeah, I was talking to Paul Orndorff today. And yeah. just like, yeah, fucking yeah, they talk to each other. Yeah, we're I'm, fucking catering together, of course. I'd love to be in that room. Um, yeah, you weren't talking about what you're telling us right now. <laughs> no, Paul Orndorff was bragging to Bobby Heenan, we beat the fuck out of Vader four weeks earlier. <laughs> it was half an arm. Um, best title run last year's winner was John Moxley's AEW championship run. And this year, both you and I have nominated the person that took the title from him that ran with the title pretty much the entire year. Kenny Omega's AEW championship run. A very, very good one. Uh, we both also put the, as you predicted on this podcast last year, the end to end Universal Championship run of Roman Reigns. You can now gloat. I mean, I'm just glad that uh, you didn't make me point that out myself. I appreciate that. You're a mensch of a man. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like that was kind of an easy prediction to make, the way they were booking him, and and kind of seeing like who there could have been to possibly even beat him. I'm just going to say, I'm going to cheat right now and do my easy prediction for this year. Run it back. Because <laughs> they ain't got nobody. Yeah. There has been honest to goodness, tongue-in-cheek conversations on Reddit and other circles about, like, yo, what date does it have to be where we're talking Bruno? Yeah. And people are like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then someone's like, it's just 2027 or something. And everyone's like, oh, shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, this year he's just going to squash Brock. If he keeps the title through the rock, and then Braun will be called up, and Braun probably isn't ready. So now we're in 2024. And it's like, what the fuck are we talking about? There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, but I'd love it. <laughs> I would yeah. absolutely love it. Yeah. And also, like, you know, I'm not going to watch it because I'm not watching it now. True. But don't, wait, don't, don't, I don't give a shit. Doesn't hurt me. Yeah, I'll enjoy it when I watch justified. WrestleMania. I'll enjoy it when I watch WrestleMania and when I watch him on the undercard of the Rumble. Yeah. Cool. You know? Fuck, he might be in the Rumble this year and just fucking win it. Yeah. Just whatever. Just yeah. go for it. Um, I also put the uh, the Young Bucks AEW tag title run where they, they set the tag championship record. It just says Kenny set the, the world title record and put on maybe the best year of tag team wrestling we've possibly seen since the mm-hmm. 80s. Uh, I forgot this happened this year until right before we started recording, but Finn Balor's NXT run, the reason I forgot about it was because uh, he's just back to doing the same goddamn thing he was doing before he went back down to NXT. 
which is uh, like getting pinned by Dolph Ziggler in tag matches. Um, but that run was really detailed and intricate. And yep. like he was really working matches where they didn't leave the ring. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Pete Dunne and Kyle O'Reilly. And he gave, he gave uh, one of my favorite explanations for anything in wrestling. Uh, when he cut that promo and explained that, like, you know, uh, when you like, uh, God, I can't remember now because it was three years ago, but uh, like, you know, when you finally know yourself, like, you know, you can, you get rid of your demons or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, like, was such a great fucking explanation for why he didn't need or, you know, need to use that gimmick anymore. And then, you know, you know, <laughs> is, that, is that too high profile of a thing to nominate for the Scarlet Bordeaux deep dive of the year is, Finn Balor's, uh, like, one-up demon awakening versus Roman Reigns followed up by a top rope splat. Like, that's too notable of a thing, right? I don't know. I forgot it already. (laughs) That, God, I remember watching that live. Because, like, that to me, we were just talking about Roman, right? It's like, who, like, what can beat Roman, right, at this point? And it's probably going to just be fucking Drew McIntyre. Uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> honestly like it's probably your McIntyre um but like the demon that that could be something you know reward <laughs> Finn even, even even if Roman does end up beating him a month later it, it would have always been nice to keep that keep that card in your pocket you know? sure yeah uh so I, I purposely set out to watch that match and was like fucking sweet all right this is cool and then I was like, okay, that's not as cool. <laughs> it's t- yeah. And then it was like cool for like 20 seconds. I'm like, holy shit, he's going to win this. And then it was like, oh, this is Dean Ambrose getting electrocuted by television <laughs> all over again. Yeah. But worse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but remember his NXT times. And, uh, and then finally, Rich, uh, you put Matt Cardona. I'm not proud of it, but it was uh... – a, a, a piece of a bigger puzzle uh, that uh, along with also John Moxley's GCW title run mm-hmm. uh, led to a higher profile for GCW. Um, and, you know, what led to them like putting on a bigger show at the man or not the Manhattan center Hammerstein. at the Hammerstein, Hammerstein. ballroom mm-hmm. uh, later, uh, you know, in 2022. Um and it's it's very fun. So I went to a, a freelance underground show um, uh, at this point, like about a month or two ago. Um, and Effie was on it and was talking to him on the way out as he was selling merch. And mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, man, congrats on all the GCW stuff, man. That's that's really fucking awesome. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's just us running it. And we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how very ECW of you all. I mean, Cardona has said in interviews, like, I think they're still a twinge of kayfabe, but there is a twinge of it where it's just like, there's no medics backstage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bled through a hotel bed <laughs> because I've never done this before. <laughs> and then I got cut really bad. So I'm walking to the airport with like washcloths taped to me. It's just like, I just imagine that's how the ring's put together. It's just bloody washcloths just stuck together yeah. that yeah. just hardened into some form of a mat. Yeah. But yeah, shit like that. Like, you know, again, uh, I'm not excited to say it, but, you know, put a, you know, kind of 
put them on a, a proverbial map, not the map, but it's, you know, they definitely went up a notch. It's not the last time we're going to talk about him tonight, unfortunately. Oh, well, that's the last time I, this is the first and last time I put him on there. So, you know, anything else is, is not my fucking problem. Yeah. I thought I was going to, I'm glad at least you, you dulled the sting of what I'll have to do later. Yeah. Um, well, you just started talking about them. So it's a perfect yeah. segue into real life story of the year. Last year's winner was COVID-19. Go figure. Uh, one of your nominees was the continued success of GCW, which I think, yeah. I don't know if you really extrapolate on, but nope. yeah. Um, we both just put releases. Yep. The fact that WWE has released two full rosters full of people in 2021 is all recording and reporting record profits is just bonkers um at any point in the 10 11 years of potswoggle had like there been a year where they've released just braun Strowman or bray wyatt or samoa joe or alistair black it would have been like a stop what you're doing and keith lee yep. like and we need to record and they did uh that times 20 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that times 20 this year um i put the the demo war the 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 Wednesday night battle essentially ending, well it did end because the NXT's on fucking Tuesdays now, but the 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 focus on like AEW's ascension versus WWE's descent in both yeah you know all of it which the again, turning of the tables cannot be more grateful that we don't have a weekly wrestling podcast <laughs> then for the love of God, what we have to go through on a weekly basis now where people have to analyze, Oh, well guys, dinners, drive-ins and dives was a rerun. Yeah. And like, and you know, like Hannity was talking about this is like, Shut I just scroll up past all that shit. I've, I've, I've got very good at tuning that out. I, I, I try and there's, it's just difficult. Anytime I see numbers in a tweet, I just, I just keep going. <laughs> That's a great. I'm gonna do that from now on. That's that's yeah. a great great uh, advice. Um, I put CM Punk returns to professional wrestling. I think that's a pretty big one. Uh, I think I did the same thing two years ago when he was on that Fox News show. But yeah. fuck you, this one matters. <laughs> um. Also, when you say that Fox News show, <laughs> oh right, the Fox uh, Fox Sports show. Sorry. Yes. Although I would pay a lot of money to see CM Punk on a Fox News show. Let me tell you. Oh my god, his mic would be muted so fucking quick. Uh, he would make John Stewart versus Tucker Carlson look like John Stewart in like Death of Smoochie. <laughs> uh, you put ROH shutting down. That is a a pretty big one. Yep. Uh, for us that have been, I mean, uh, for me who basically was saved as a wrestling fan in the mid two thousands from ROH. It was the writing was on the wall for a very, very long time, but now we're here and it's weird. Uh, we're, we're here. You, it's weird. Get used to it. Do nice Braun Breaker. Promo. And yet impact wrestling continues to be allowed to just keep producing shows. They, I don't think I, I we hardly mention them at all throughout any of these. Like they had Kenny Omega as a world champion this year. They had Christian Cage as a world champion this year. And like it just didn't matter, but you know, like they're around, they're here. Yeah, they matter for like a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait for uh, Impact Wrestling to have like honor rising and have like all these <laughs> ROH originals come and invade the Impact Zone. The Honor Boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> 
Now it's time. Potholes of the week. On her boys. We shake hands. Pure wrestling. Ring. Jay Lethal. What do you... I don't even know what to expect in April. I, I, honestly, I expect nothing. Like it just—they're like, "Oh, we're going to have another show in April. It's going to be great." And it's like, just, "We're just never going to hear from them ever again." It's just Sinclair's easy out, and I'm fine with that. You know, yeah. they got their little send off, and yeah. hopefully, uh, their video library rates are really weird. Like, basically, everything post Sinclair is separate from everything pre Sinclair. So like they're gonna I don't know I think RF video I think unfortunately like Feinstein or Ugh. somebody still owns like the good stuff, <laughs> which would be even more difficult than like ECW to put on the network just based off of again like unclearable music for all the themes and and whatnot yeah. but they'll, they'll figure it out. Um, uh, yeah. so speaking of that piece of shit, um, it's it's fun every like year or two when uh whenever someone <laughs> finds out what he's done. Mm-hmm. And and it just like goes to Reddit and just be like, oh my god, I just found out about this guy. It's uh, it's always scary when I like I'm going through like my YouTube recommendations and I see a new shoot interview and I'm like, oh no, and I'm like, oh wait, no, High Spots does it now. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I saw one with like uh with like Dirty Dango, and I was like, oh, why is Dirty Dango doing an interview with Feinstein? And it was Hero. I was like, oh wait, never mind, we're good. <laughs> Um, and then also I put Roman's reign and that just like Roman mm-hmm. reigns is developed into what everyone's expected him to be. And the, the world is his oyster moving forward. The world is his oyster. There's also no uh, NWA. No, nope. Nothing on this. Nothing. Trevor Murdoch or what's his name? Not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I just, Oh, the outlaw Jethro holiday. Thank you. Sorry for not being able to recall that one with the fucking quickest of ease. No, I think it gets a little bit more delayed every time I make you do it. Um, most devastating yeah, injury. Yeah, because ever. time is a fat circle. <laughs> uh, that's Louis Anderson's True Detective. Um, <laughs> most devastating injury. Never a, a one to joke and have fun with. Uh, Chris Stantlander was last year's mm-hmm. winner. And has roared back. All these people have roared back well, so hopefully all these people will do the same. Uh, you put Kenny Omega, who who has probably enough injuries as of all these people, and still yeah. put on almost six star matches. Um, I have a little list here. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah, I had I added that one late. Couldn't help myself. Oh, uh, it's that's that might be the winner though. Let's be honest. It might be. Uh, I put Triple H, uh, which. That's a that's a real compelling case. I have never felt so much sympathy for somebody I hated for so long in my entire life. Like it's karma, probably for like a lot of stuff. <laughs> sure, but God, but damn also it. awful timing. Yeah, like there's no way, like there's no way it was, but there's no way that it wasn't. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like you know, he was sitting at his desk and got an email that was just like. We're not putting Karrion Cross in a fucking mess. Steph! <laughs> like, you know, that was verbatim what happened. Yeah. And now, he probably is never going to wrestle again, which is kind of sad that his last match was against Randy Orton in Saudi Arabia. Like, yeah. But like, it also kind of is sort of appropriate that his last match was Randy Orton in Saudi Arabia. 
<laughs> I know. I just I can't say that to Andrew's angry and not just break his little heart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, Andrew, man. and Zangry does have uh, an official case of Grinch heart, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. That motherfucker. That motherfucker pees on Christmas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be sad. Like, yeah. I don't know if he's gonna be like a TV character anymore. Like, uh, I don't know he's, how much it's gonna yeah, impact we're, him. We're 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 not gonna be able to see him wrestle uh, in a tag team with his daughter. Oh, he'll figure that out. It, if Bret Hart could not take a bump, oh, Triple H he's gonna Bret Hart it. He's gonna oh Bret Hart God, it. You're right. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Just, Hell, he might come back full time, Bret Harding it. <laughs> it's true. Like I'm still at 14. I got to get at least a 16 <laughs> out. Uh, by the way, I need to write that down before I forget what my my crazy prediction of the year is, because I, I actually know what exactly what it is. Um, and it Triple H made me think of it. Uh, I also put. Uh, I basically just put New Japan Pro Wrestling, but I broke it down to yeah. Will Ospreay and Kota Ibushi. Coda more so because Coda's happened in the fucking G1 final. Yeah, Coda. I forgot about Coda. Um, and I didn't forget about Will Ospreay. I just don't give a fuck about him. I know. Like, who gives uh, a shit? Fuck off. You know, no one likes you. No one likes you, William. Will Ospreay is the booster of professional wrestling. <laughs> um, Stop doing also... the hidden blade. That shit looks bad. Yeah, you're contributing to this category with other people. Yes. I also completely forgot about uh because you had two more there. I'm not sure if we were gonna get to them or not. Yeah, yeah, it was uh Bailey, who thankfully, hopefully, fingers crossed, will be back. I I didn't remember that being this year, as yeah. I've said about a billion things, and we'll uh, a ton more. Yeah, she um she remember she wasn't remember booked she was for WrestleMania. For Man- yeah, I remember she was out for that. Well, no, she she was healthy for Mania. She was just a healthy scratch for Mania. She was doing. Oh like the, God, that's right. I want to host. And everyone thought that's when Becky was coming back. But no, Man, they said the Bella Twins pushed it on the fucking, stage. What, a, what bad decisions. And then she had the feud with Bianca after Bianca she won the title, had the hell in a cell. Scratch. And then, she got fu- and then she got fucking hurt, like, just training at the Performance Center. God, fuck me. Yeah, that's your winner right there. Yeah. Uh, and then I also put Lance Archer, which I was there live for. Yeah. And I've never been live for, like, an injury like that. Like, the closest thing was the Uha Nation injury, like, 10 years ago. Um, but I've never been there live for something like that. I know you were there live for like the Enzo thing, which was just like, man, that was it's, rough. it's weird to be in a crowd for, especially with like yeah. something like that, where like he landed right on top of his head and he hasn't been back since. So that I had to put that one there just because it was so like vivid in my mind. Um, um, I, uh, would also, so when we say most devastating, we usually are referring to like, um, the timing of it because it, sure. it, it really puts a, uh, a hamper on a lot of their, uh, you know, uh, momentum and, and, you know, things that were like really happening for them. Yeah. Um, this one was just disgusting and I'm glad that I, I missed it. I missed most of the pictures of it as well, but uh cash wheeler. Oh God. Yeah. That yeah. was, so I don't know if I would nominate that full on, but it's definitely, fu- it's definitely a fucked up injury. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it Cause, there. Cause they're, they're, momentum really wasn't that halted you know Dax still went out there and had a few matches and then they come back and they're the triple a champions and their programs and stuff like that and their their spot was never really kind of in danger and stuff like no that, so. i mean we, like just like for like best release it's kind of a double meaning this one could be a double meaning as well so yeah i'm always i'm always fine with padding the results you ain't gonna win but you know yeah if somebody wants to click a, a radio button for cash wheeler you're not gonna upset me uh, what will upset me is uh, if you put a, a radio button for any of these people because it's most overrated. 
uh, and I put a whole list, and you put one person, <laughs> <laughs> which is very appropriate. And I think maybe it was like the inverse and something else later on, so I find very, very funny. So I'll go through mine, and then we'll have you chime in, because I, I think a couple of mine are pretty controversial. Uh, I'll start Ooh. with... I'll start with lightning rod. Yeah. I mean, you did it last year with one of my nominees. Let's just go ahead and start is Cody, uh, who you notably didn't put on your list. Yeah. Cody to me is the Don Draper meme of, I don't think about you at all now. (laughs) I just can't, I just can't dedicate the, the mental space and capacity towards him. He, he, cause he's just, it's, it's so much now. It's like, he saw that and said, Oh yeah. Rip Camelucci. Well, just you wait. And, and points... now that I got his attention, I don't want it. You know, I don't care for it. It doesn't points feel very targeted. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not doing anything specific. Like he hasn't gotten like a tattoo of an Italian flag on the other side of his neck. Like if his first if his when... first rivalry is against your kid, like then no, it's, it's 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 it's, it's going to be Cody's first night, or not, it's going to be it's going to be Johnny's first night in the company, and it's going to be Cody like bringing him out. You know, and like really gassing him up, Clapping you know, and all that stuff. And then just like, then nothing happens. Yeah. You know, then like he doesn't like attack him. He doesn't like help him or anything. It's just nothing. And then that's it's, when it's going to, that's when I know it's going to be because of me. It's one of the most, like, I, it's almost, it's, I'm speechless because you have no idea where it's going. Because you have no way of telling how in on it everybody right. is at this point. Like, they could very well be playing. Which, you know, like, kind of means, like, he's aware of it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get out of you this whole like, that's time. That's what I hated so Thank much you. about it last year. I mean, because he's about it. That's all I so much in it. Fuck you. I just wanted one big, goofy thing from you about it. I'm satisfied. <laughs> But to extrapolate, yes, you are. How dare you know how to manipulate me as much as he does? It's one hundred percent that they're playing like eight dimensional chess with it, or they're playing no dimensional chess with it, and they win either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. And I think that's what's. And I think that's what's so frustrating about it is because they win either way. Yes, like no, you actually have to fucking. You have to do something on purpose. God damn it. I'm and not actually just on purpose, but with purpose. I'm very hopeful that he beats Sammy because my other fear is him being the one to beat Hangman. Mm. I'd much rather him just do his TNT thing. Yeah. Like I'd be better with that than the other. I, I just sure. have a feeling. Yeah. Uh, let's okay. light it up. Huh? Von yeah. Wagner looks like a Geico caveman. I don't, yeah, I, honestly, like, hold on. You could do the same thing for me for like, Name all these dumbass names that are in NFC 2.0, and that's that's that same answer. Von Wagner, fucking uh, 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 Deed Harkless, fucking <laughs> fucking uh, Jim Limbo, fucking. It's like how Sam and I talk about on Married with Movies how like all these fucking like little white boys that get all these characters, all these like, yeah. overly complicated names like Ansel Elgort, Elden yeah. Eldenreich. Yeah. Like it's the same thing, but it's just shitty. They all sound like sons of failed football players because they are but him specifically like is getting such a like his first match was for the nxt championship and he just doesn't fucking have it it's like eric watts and it's just mind-numbing uh fucking uh fucking 
you say the same thing for me about Grayson Waller. Yeah, uh, I was very fucking... unhappy the fact that he's the one that sent Johnny off. Like that just boggled. It also because it came out of nowhere. Like it. Was... Yeah, no, there's no reason for it whatsoever. None fucking... whatsoever. I went to school with Josh Briggs. Fucking. Um... <laughs> Who else? That's it. Because they ain't got fucking nobody else. Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson. That's another one. Jesus I... fucking Zion Quinn. I kind of like Zion Quinn. Um, he's kind of all right. Uh, Tony D'Angelo is another one who I've been waiting for months on a recorded medium to discuss Tony D'Angelo with you. And you initially leaned into it. And I believe something later on, <laughs> you lean out of it. <laughs> but to me, everyone's it's of no benefit to him to be like over with that crowd, no matter what form of NXT it is, because once he gets to the main roster, then you're fucking done. There's no, there's, you can't go anywhere with um, I'll let you do yours because my other two are probably hot takes. Uh, yours was carrying cross. Yeah, I mean, you know, like people been saying it for you know fucking two years or whatever is all the NXT run. Uh, that he's a fucking entrance, and I I I I tried to give him a chance, but um, you know, I don't think it was like he, he didn't exactly get a fair shake on Raw. He did not. You know, <laughs> like. He wasn't exactly done any favors, whereas at least in NXT, he was done favors. Yeah, it's it's weird that, like, you can be done all the favors and just fail to, like, come up to snuff. And then you can be done no favors whatsoever and make people be like, oh, well, come on. Like, that's one of the most interesting. If he was a fascinating person at all, I would have nominated him for most fascinating person of the year. He's the most fascinating like case study of the year. Not, yeah. not a person well, at all. And also case study in, in as much as like, even with as much as like he, he didn't fully get over an NXT. Mm-hmm. There were still like things that you could, you could identify that they were doing with him there that you could say that's at least getting him ready for the main roster. This is going to be the formula for him on the main roster. He's not long for this world, Mm -hmm. but he's they're at least like, they're smart enough to know how to give them what they need to give them. This guy with his skill set in particular to succeed on the main roster. And then he gets to the main roster and they take all of that away. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I mean, Scarlet Bordeaux. (laughs) Well, and also, like, and also the all of it, all of it, all of it—the pomp, the circumstance, the fucking time gimmick, all of it. Just winning, and winning. he was the undefeated and NXT champion, and he loses to Jeff Hardy, who is jobbing to one of Jinder Mahal's friends the week before in under two minutes. Yeah, yeah, like, that's a- there. You know how Max Caster always raps about like TNT things and goes corporate synergy. WWE has none. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, within its own company. <laughs> It is glorious. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is, uh, you know, in my own personal corporate experience, uh, departments not talking to each other. Oh, boy. That's 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 true. Oh, boy. I, I, I feel you. Uh, my other three are probably controversial. One less than the other ones. I put the Good Brothers on my list. That's not controversial at all. Y- yeah. I, Everyone's definitely... incredibly out on the Good Brothers, specifically Gallows. It, it, I'm also out on Anderson too. And Anderson too. People, but I mean, so Gallows seem to be more recent. Anderson like happened kind of earlier in the year. But yes. yeah, everyone's definitely out on those two. Yeah, 
it took me a good solid like four weeks to realize I went on AWTV anymore. And I was just like, oh man, yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> this is so much better. Yeah. Uh, and now they're just going to wallow in impact and it's fine. Uh, it's fine. So my other two. So I have Dan Housen on my list. And I know that's probably going to rile people up. It's just an unpopular opinion alert. And it's an unpop- here's the thing. I don't think anyone feels we've talked about this. I don't think anyone feels that passionately about Danhausen that you're going to, they're going to get riled up for, because I think it's such a, such a, 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 a far out there gimmick. Like a niche thing. Niche. And well, I, yeah, I don't even know that it's niche. I feel like it is kind of getting like, you know, more widespread. He is kind of getting more popular, you know, by the day, but it's still recognizably so far out there as, as a concept that yeah. if you don't like it, it's like not surprising, you know. It's just so not for me. <laughs> like it should be for me, and it's just not. And then I like I was like, well, maybe I'll watch a match. And then I watched the match. I was like, that's it. You got to the tequila part. <laughs> I don't know if I got to that. It was a while back. You would know if you you would know if you did because there's a whole spot he does in matches where uh they're out on the ring apron mm-hmm. and uh then the song tequila comes on mm-hmm. and uh and then he does the peewee herman dance uh while kicking people as they run back and forth next to the ring apron it's a hoot it's great it's very fun live I and also wanted... and also i'm, I'm sorry uh, uh, don't open your your christmas gift it's uh it's a jar of tea so <laughs> it's my favorite uh, uh what's that artist's name christina perry song um I've never wanted Tope to be next to me more just to see his reaction to you talking about the tequila spot so he could just launch into another Sammy Guevara rant. Uh, who I'm sure, should I just put Sammy Guevara on here just for Tope? <laughs> Actually, put him on there for me because I've also been feeling the same way. Like, I don't give a fuck about Sammy Guevara, honestly. He has zero charisma. I, I, don't, I don't care about his wrestling. I, I don't, I, got, I, could, I, can't, I can't bring myself to care about him, to be perfectly honest. He is one of the most miscasted baby faces I've ever seen in my entire life. He has plenty of charisma as a heel, but as a baby face, he is just woeful. I don't give a shit about him as a heel. I I kind of do. I I don't I, I don't like the fucking Bob Dylan like fucking uh, poster board promos, yeah. um, which I feel like are done on purpose because he's not a good promo. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I definitely feel that way sometimes as well. Um, my last one is Andrade. I, I don't know what it is in ring. Sure. Even, even in some of his character work now, where I'm just like, okay, like getting better. But I see people like he's basically still a 500 wrestler in AEW right now. And I'm like, yeah, what else do you really want from Andrade? Yeah. Like, why are we wanting Andrade to be positioned any better than, and I'll list 20 people right now. Yeah. He's a yeah. perfect mid-card guy who can have good matches. Which makes it even more impressive when Johnny Gargano dragged his bum ass to a five-star match. <laughs> Am I uh, wrong? I, Am no, I you're wrong? wrong? No, you're totally not wrong. I totally also dropped the ball on keeping actual track of this. Also, <laughs> also, like... If Johnny Gargano got as many fucking five-star matches as he did under a WWE banner, how many is he about to get on Dark Elevation? <laughs> against, uh, against fucking Powerhouse Hobbs? Oh, man, yeah. I don't know. Um, there is a, 
I think there would be some people that would put Gargano on this list. Those people are idiots. Um, but he definitely got this like Johnny kickout reputation for some of his like formula yeah. in his matches. And I cannot wait for him to just tear an asshole yeah. open. <laughs> and uh, add what he sound does wave. Yeah, he uh, he has been under the learning tree of Shawn Michaels for five years, and now he's going to have no handcuffs on him. <laughs> he was doing that with handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. Just you wait. Um, <laughs> Just you wait. I expect your Johnny Gargano Hamilton musical to be written by this next Swaggy Awards. Mm-hmm. Most underrated wrestler of the year, last year's winner was Aleister Black. Uh, you have a... Oh, we all have different things here. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I have the perpetually nominated Chad Gable, who must just have one hell of a contract. Or like Shinsuke like surfing. What's Gable's excuse? Like what is like what is Gable doing? Except totally I don't have Otis on any of my nominations because it is I guess I put in a worse gimmick later. Hmm. Just one of the most befuddling things that nobody talks about of what they've done to Otis this year. Well, um, it's because of everything else that's happened. <laughs> True. It kind of snuck under the radar. How do you have yeah. Otis sneak under any radar? Otis is the radar. Yeah. Uh, I originally had Liv Morgan here, and I took her off and replaced her with Rhea Ripley after Rhea Ripley lost to Zelina <laughs> Vega in 58 seconds. Uh, speaking of perpetually here, Rich, you have Cesaro on your list. Yeah, it felt uh, weird if I didn't. Um, also, considering the fact that we all thought this was going to be the fucking year for him. This isn't a repeat, folks. He beat Seth Rollins at WrestleMania and immediately followed up with a Roman Reigns main event match on pay-per-view and is now just back to feuding with Sheamus. <laughs> like, how does this happen? Like, what does he do? He has to have, unfortunately, like, like Vince McMahon has to somehow have other bugaboos that we don't know about. And, Vin- and like Cesaro just walks by Vince is like, hey, Vince, top of the morning to you. And he's just like, I hate tops. And then the Cesaro just has to go fucking lose the like Bobby Roode for six yeah. months. It's 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 absolutely fucking incredible. Like for the longest time, we all said like, "What are you doing?" He's got to get his day, and then he finally gets his day, and he he thrives in the role, you know. But again, I mean, this is just all another example of why we're here and where we're going for the next five years, like. Mm-hmm. The, the, the fucking prime of his career is is just fucking squandering away. Um, it's 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 reprehensible and unforgivable what they're doing to that man. Mm-hmm. Also, they took away all of his friends to play video games with. That too. <laughs> that too. It, it's, God damn it! He must really love his wife. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, I have a couple AEW ones, which is hard to do because they normally appropriately rate people. But I feel like I've 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 picked two that are appropriate. It is and it isn't. It, it, it it's not in the way that it's getting kind of to a saturation point with them. Yes, where they only have so many hours of of television time, um, and they they have a lot of people, and it's going to be helped by a lot of their original contracts are coming up. So mm-hmm. hopefully that does kind of alleviate like some of the glut that they have. Yeah, and in- instead of having to like release Jack Evans and Angelico, like they yeah. can just be like, guys, man, know, remember thanks. when Angelico was one of the the hottest free agents on the fucking market, and you remember when Jack Evans was being blackmailed and extorted by the Mexican police? Yeah, I do. Every Wednesday sucks. <laughs> um, 
That's nothing new for Jack Evans. Let's be, let's no, be which is his contract's coming up. So he's like, I should tweet about this. And Helico will go straight to MLW for their bullshit Aztec underground oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll be fine. And so uh, will Johnny. And so will, and I mean by Johnny, I mean the mayor of Slamtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so will Jack Evans, honestly. Yeah. Um, fine. Core power yeah. will not pay them. And they will have. Fun. I was going to say, Core power will not pay PJ Black. Uh, <laughs> and uh hopefully uh, uh uh fucking morrison goes back on survivor cage will do the same thing uh fucking let's reunite the brachachos court bauer changes his phone number every week just so he doesn't have to talk to fucking pj black <laughs> oh yeah pj hey man uh so i can't hear you i'm skydiving right now you know about that bye <laughs> oh he relates to me still the Darewolf. <laughs> Uh, so my tag team one is Santana and Ortiz, Pride and Powerful. Absolutely correct. Like they still get used uh, every now and then, but like they need to be the fuck. They need to be the champs. They they need to be the champs at some point. And it, it's think- hard because everyone that's been the champs, you're it's hard to argue with. Yeah, because that's just how stacked they are. I do think they could be the ones to beat Lucha Bros. Um, sure. Uh, they just need to get the inner circle like done with. Like that's holding them back. That uh, that it comes up in yeah. one of mine later. And then mine is just because just the past few matches I've seen from her, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you may honest to God be one of the best women's wrestlers I've ever seen pound for pound with like how crisp and fluid and mm-hmm. well you are in the ring and mm-hmm. how young you're still developing is Chris Statlander. Yep. Like she should Incredible. be the star of that division for the next 10 years Yeah, without question just it's... based on the, her trajectory. Um, uh, in, back in 2020, uh, uh, February 2020, mm-hmm. uh, when um, I was uh, helping r- uh, uh, do some video for Marty and Sarah, and they had a panel mm-hmm. at C2E2 the night before Revolution. Um, on their panel, they had uh, best friends, uh, and before, so they had, yeah, they had best friends, Orange, before he was part of the best friends, technically, mm-hmm. and Statlander before she was part of the best friends as well. Yeah. Um, and like Statlander had a title match at Revolution. Yeah, she wrestled, uh, yeah. she wrestled Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest match of her life. Um, mm-hmm. that she had a cold for because she had a cold at, at that panel. Um, and was just, it's, it's always so fascinating to me whenever like you get to meet them, you know, any wrestlers or whatever in a non wrestling context, um, or just kind of like elsewhere. Um, and they're just like so incredibly like, shy and introverted and like chris was just so just kind of like one word answers and very like soft-spoken and everything and just like very very nice incredibly incredibly nice person and and like wanted to be there and what felt bad that she couldn't like contribute as much as she could have like because she had a cold and stuff like that yeah yeah but um yeah like it's just it was just it's just so incredible to see like the night and day of like her turning it on and just being on out there and it's and and she's she's great she's incredible and you know i'm not worried about where she's gonna like end up in the company because i feel like they know what they have with her yeah i think i think mine was more so not even like like how she's being used but like i think i think this is more so like people are sleeping on the fact that like she should be i think Mm. talked about in in regards like one of the best women's wrestlers in the world already yeah yeah. like when she had her tbs uh title tournament match Mm-hmm. against ruby like jillian was kind of watching it with me and jillian's favorite wrestler is ruby soho yeah and like we're rooting her on and i was watching I'm like man i kind of want statlander to win this actually because yeah. she's and better ruby did a great job of selling statlander as well oh absolutely yeah yeah ruby's ruby's great in that regard um you also put keith lee which 
<laughs> we could just copy. I can't believe I had to say that in 2021. Everything you said about Cesaro <laughs> to but, Keith but, Lee. But yeah, but like concentrated to yes. one year. Because in 2020, Keith Lee was was nothing underrated about the fella. No. Um, you know, he's he's quite properly rated, you know. He was he was the NXT and NXT North American champion mm-hmm. at the same going, time. Going toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, like and what a difference a year makes, man. And I know he's, you know, he had some some, you know, like mm-hmm. health stuff going on and whatnot, but like that aside, when you put just how he was on TV and presented and and everything else, it's like Bear Cat. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get back to this horse shit. <laughs> all right. How are they not signed, still not signed, to a major company award? Last year's winner was John Cena. Sorry to interrupt everything. I have another uh, I have another nominee for Deep Dive Moment of the Year. Oh, please. Uh, it's going to be not Ric Flair eating someone out on a train. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like... Oh man, that's gonna win now. It's totally in the vein of this award. <laughs> All right, hold on. Not Ric Flair eating someone out on a train. God, that is that. We meant to rename the award. <laughs> Jesus. All right, perfect. All right, uh, but uh, then, then the real life story of the, of the year might also end up being the um uh, the fallout from the plane ride from hell episode of. <laughs> Yeah, Ric Flair, Persona Non Grata. Uh, Last year's winner in this category was John Cena, which is hilarious. (laughs) But true. Uh, Just to piggyback off what we were just discussing a few moments ago, uh, you nominated Keith Lee, um, which I believe he technically can't still yet. Yeah, I know, but still. Yeah, it's just like you you break the rules for Keith Lee. Just like I have uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott or Shane Shane Strickland, Mm -hmm. uh, who will be gobbled up anywhere all these people except like probably one or two will be will not be on this next year yeah uh you have the effort mentioned dan Housen. yeah just because again like enough indie buzz buzz yeah you know. yeah yeah guys get signed off of names alone sometimes uh you also wasted no time in putting johnny gargano on this list i just don't understand how he's not uh, wrestling somewhere or whatever i guess I'm... twitch technically signed him up because he had to sign up for an account but I mean, I guess technically, it is, like, how is he not signed to WWE? <laughs> well, how do that, you, yeah, like, how yeah, that's you... what I meant. I don't understand how either of the big companies that haven't signed it. It's it's mind boggling. Um, I went the ROH route mostly because the, none of their people are signed to contracts nowadays, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a couple have already been gobbled up. But these guys have not. Uh, the Briscoes, who probably will end up in AEW, and I look forward uh, to all the, the, the the reason for that. The answer to that question is called standards and practices. It's true, which we've joked about forever, but apparently, for all intents and purposes, what I've read of anybody that's been involved in like wrestling controversy, like they have in the past ten years, if anyone's done an amazing job at trying to fix themselves, it apparently has been Jay Briscoe. Really? And I, I, I remember on Twitter, it's like Sunny Kish, like sharing like some really good like feedback she uh, she had heard about Jay and like things he had done to like understand and be better. I'm like, wonderful! Wow! Like that's great. That's all, that's all anyone fucking wants. That's all you yeah. have to do. This. There's no, there's no cancel culture. Yeah. Just be Jay Briscoe. Just be better. Yeah. I, 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 I'm pretty sure about that. If I'm wrong, then cancel me. Sure. <laughs> but I like um, to think if that was the case, it was just literally Marco and be like, hey, man, shut up. 
<laughs> I was going to say, yeah. The answer to Jay Briscoe is Mark Briscoe. <laughs> Mark was like, you being a dumbass. Yes. Um, my uh, other nominees are uh, the somehow better version of them, Mance Warner, who I think I nominate yeah. every year. Yeah. I it, uh, He was honestly... Put put him and Danhausen for also most devastating industry, devastating injury. Yeah, because they both got injured same on, show. at the same show, and um, you know, for totally probably, different reasons. For totally different reasons, but yeah, like Danhausen with the whole ROH show that all like mm-hmm. could be anywhere right now, and and Mance Warner, you know, well, what is he still like doing MLW? I don't understand what his thing. No, is. he no, you know, he's in GCW. He's one of the okay. he's one of the main guys in GCW. Ah, he's right, a tag that's champion. Right with um matthew justice and other yeah. other people yeah. but um yeah, and then uh, jonathan gresham and bandito who are two of the best professional wrestlers on the planet mm-hmm. uh bandito mm-hmm. we've it's, i think bandito has been nominated for this award even when he was roh champion and jonathan uh, gresham starting terminus hey man ring of honor wasn't a great name <laughs> jonathan gresham too busy holding the camera for his buff wife Jonathan Gresham went to the player haters, Paul. What is that? Yes. yes. <laughs> that was Jonathan Gresham talking. You couldn't hear him because he's standing in my shoe. <laughs> Jonathan Gresham would have loved to have been here, but he's too busy running his wife's only fans. How bad do you have to be to get kicked out of the Osirian portal? <laughs> All right, now we have to just write the indie wrestling player haters ball. Yep. Oh, uh, get work right. Write the work. Uh, feel good story of the year. You know what has an age well? Ric Flair winning this a couple years ago. Uh, <laughs> Edge won this last year, so that's much better. Uh, we share uh, one of them, Hangman Page, finally winning the AW World Championship. Just Hangman Page, just period in general. One of the good ones. Um, I split up the new day in two separate cases. Yeah, uh, yeah, Big yeah. E, uh, absolutely. Yeah, Big E winning the WWE Championship and Xavier mm-hmm. Woods winning, winning King King of the Ring. Was, were both just god damn it like so yeah. inspiring and, and tear inducing uh you have eddie kingston i, no, I don't no, know no, no. that's that's kofi kingston just him being happy for his friends oh is it really no 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 that's eddie <laughs> I kingston <laughs> yeah i mean you, you could have fooled me yeah um yeah just fucking that player should the, the be emergence article. yeah yeah and just well the emergence was last year i just the the continuance yeah like it's very easy to have a sophomore slump as a twenty-year veteran. <laughs> yeah. but... Well, well, also like it, it, last year, was, I look at more of just kind of like his sort of victory lap as far as like getting signed, like pretty much everything that was in the tribute, uh, the Players Tribune article, uh, like him getting signed and you know like being on on you know fucking national TV and stuff like that, and then this year. F- kind of feeling like he's at the point of like almost being a household name um and like the the tribune article was a big part of that but also like um just just fucking working with punk too like was also just like very like a lot of you know is is a mainstream feud and it being punk's best feud since he's come back like yeah as it should be it's it's really hard to be as good as he is, which is it's I'm not going out on a lurch here, but the fact that he had that rivalry with punk. And then the very next thing that he does is basically a comedy pro pro promo with 2.0 mm-hmm. where he's just yelling about catering 
Yeah. It's well, was so it last year he cut a promo on a cookie perfect. on BTE or was it this year? Yes, no, it was last year. That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah. He just never ever disappoints. No. And it's just it's so good when you read that player tribune article to see like where he was and where mm-hmm. he is now. It's just awesome. Uh, and finally, maybe my favorite nominee of all, uh, The Rock, for not showing up to the Survivor Series Rock Appreciation Night, which literally made me do a spit take when I read it earlier today, Rich. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll say, man, I, I didn't watch Survivor Series. I really don't watch much WWE anymore because uh-huh. um, uh, after, you know, there's only so much uh, you can do until you, you you do finally alienate all of uh, your your uh, viewers. Yes. Um, uh, and they've done it for me. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah it's just funny to follow that as it unfolded on twitter like you know i'm knowing he was never gonna show up because he's always got a billion fucking things to do um like who else is gonna fucking post about all that tequila on instagram um but uh yeah it was just it was just hilarious to see on twitter of them just sucking his dick so hard to the point where probably got discolored um Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, for 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 however many hours straight, uh, for you know, for 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 nothing. I was gonna say all for nothing, yeah, but for nothing, all for nothing. It was just yeah. hilarious and made me feel good because to dick with them. Well, we did get that really really good egg storyline. Oh, I've already Jesus fucking Christ. Um, that's got to go somewhere in these fucking things. Um. <laughs> How many look every year Survivor Series should just be predicated around an egg and <laughs> it's just for uh, the betterment of everybody. Also, we, we got, you know, several people firing off the same tweet that uh, 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 Impact Wrestling got The Rock to do more for them in 2021 than WWE did. At least at least he fucking sent in a video for Shamrock. It's true. Good for Ken Shamrock. Good for him. Good for him. Right. Yeah, Austin uh, Austin Theory cannot get picked out of a lineup of uh, if you give The Rock a lineup of Austin Theory and a picture of bananas and be who's the WWE wrestler The Rock would be like oh, probably that one that's a banana <laughs> like he would have no idea yeah well, which one's Austin Theory which one's an NFT <laughs> um most fascinating person of the year one of my favorite categories last year it was a co winner of Pat McAfee and the Undertaker so 2020 was weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh we each have uh somebody we just talked about eddie kingston uh, obviously fascinating For the reasons we just talked about yes uh we also both put john moxley um who had uh, a very he is a former winner in this category for 2019 mm-hmm. um uh fascinating again for both for positive for reasons also, yeah 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 this could be positive and negative uh his book is one hell of a weird thing to just pick up and just pick a page and be like i have no idea what's happening and i love it <laughs> Um, became a dad this year, um, yep. you know, uh, uh, was very vulnerable um, in ways that we don't see tough guys be vulnerable, you know, mm-hmm. but we are seeing more and more these days with, uh, you know, coming out about his his own issues and, you know, going to, to you know, facilities and whatnot. And, and, you know, there's a picture that got taken with him out in the wild recently. And, you know, it looks like he's doing good and, and mm-hmm. yeah, all that stuff. I expect him. I uh Sean the Dark, I, he may already be back by the time you're hearing this. Hmm. You never know. That's could be the uh, could be the case. Um, I put CM Punk, a pretty pretty fascinating character. If, what the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? He fucking came back to work. What the fuck is so fascinating about that? 
Shut up. <laughs> it took seven years off and then fucking decided he needed to come back again. Yeah. Pretty intriguing to me. I wish I could do that. Would I be interesting to you if I did that? I would. Doing that. I'm on fucking medical leave right now. I'm not going to be going to work for three months. Is this fascinating to you? Well, I'm not going to nominate you next year, but it depends. I will be still on medical leave next year. Only for going two into next year. So it's still going to count in the fuck in the grading period. I don't know. We'll see. Have to see what happens. I think you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm also also trying to inflate numbers. I, I know. I know. The I bigger know. group, I was going to be a lot more obnoxious. I'm being nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> also, I saw your nominees. And I was like, oh, we'll just do it back to me with Gargano. <laughs> uh, my other two, I have Charlotte Flair. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's true. She's a crazy person. <laughs> she is. It, it's I. You know, it's it's hard because I don't want to like you know call people crazy because there are actual people you know out there struggling with the you know mental health. I, I just did it, but you just did it, and it's, and you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> I'll agree with somebody who says it, but I won't I, say it first. Boy, I'll, all I'll say is I hope I never see a picture of my dad eating someone out on a train on Twitter. I'll just say that. <laughs> I would have just loved to watch Charlotte and Andrade at a restaurant together. Like I, that's just like it's so fascinating to me how it's, those two function together. Yeah, I it's also again, it's also like I don't want to fucking make the comparisons to this because like it was so fucking toxic and like a big reason why Paige won it two years in a row. Yeah. But like, you know, you don't want to make comparisons. It's just kind of like a a not as abusive <laughs> um uh uh Paige and, and Del Rio and uh oh. But hey, Charlotte beating the Andrade going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Andrade's going to shake it down by Charlotte. No yeah. way. No way it's the other way around. Uh, my last one I added today that I can't believe I forgot. Uh, Nick fucking Gage was mm-hmm. on the main event of a nationally broadcasted television program. He had some year. And he, like, just listened to him talk. And he had this dark side of the ring this year. Like, talk about somebody that should just have a full-blown like 10 episode netflix documentary about him yeah like it, it is wild so that was uh one of mine there dream match of the year if companies countries and contracts didn't matter last year's winner was roman reigns versus the rock which we'll have to fucking wait for mind you none of us nominated it again <laughs> like whatever uh we've had, had a couple we had kenny omega versus brian danielson this year so that was that was nice yeah um, so I'll do mine and then you can do yours. Cause I hope you do yours. Wasn't exactly there the way. One, wasn't there one we talked about where we like, we were just like bullshit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one just kind of came up in conversation. We was like, shit, that's a good dream match of the year. Was, is it one that you've nominated or um, I, cause I, I was trying to remember and I just like, don't remember for the life. Maybe I want to say maybe it was Walter versus Brian Danielson. Mm. Uh, I, after Brian Danielson every week was just like, I just want my chest to look like fucking hamburger meat. Yeah. And it's like, well, you should have gone to Walter first. <laughs> uh, so that's one of mine. Uh, I guess I'm gonna do all mine. And then I want you to do yours in the way that I hope you do yours. Um, I also have CM Punk versus Roman Reigns because they're already feuding with each other via social media. So I thought that'd be very fun with their current characters at the moment. Uh, one that will never happen now because one of these entities somehow doesn't exist anymore already. Uh, Hit Row versus the Acclaimed, just for the cipher of it all. Uh, what what am I what am I missing about the other one? What do you mean the other one? The one that'll never happen. You said because the entity no, that one right there, Hit Row versus the Acclaimed, because Hit Row's not. Oh, 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 sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, I thought you were talking about. The other one. No, no, I skipped over that one. 
yeah, no, they just really hate each other. No, um, and the one that Rich thought I was referring to, which almost definitely will happen because it's already been yeah. teased in promos, yeah. uh, is Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr., which will be the first match that will get seven stars before the bell rings. Yeah. Uh, so those are mine. Rich, what are yours? Him. Uh, I have here. Let me just get that situated. Mm-hmm. I'm referring to my penis. Um... Situated penis, Barry Windham. Okay. Yeah. Gargano Omega, Gargano Dragon, Gargano Garcia, uh, Charlotte Brick Baker, Gargano Sting, Gargano Jungle Boy, Gargano MJF, Gargano Darby Allen. I wanted you to have 30 of them. I almost added them just so. Oh, go ahead. Who else? The, I mean, I, I could. Gargano Punk. Gargano, Gargano Serpentico. Gargano Moriarty. Gargano Dante Inferno. Fucking. Gargano uh, Ass Boys. Gargano. I mean, I, I should. I'm, I literally, I started it with Gargano Hook. And then I was just like, I can't. I can't do that to myself. <laughs> Talk about situating your penis. Uh, but I wanted it to be like 15 people, Charlotte and Brickbreaker, Gargano and Sting, Gargano and Jungle Boy. Gargano and Sting is one of the most bonker things I've ever seen mm-hmm. as a possibility mm-hmm. of things. Yeah. yeah, it entered my mind. I'm just like, well, I have to put it down now. I mean, I mean, I technically would change that. I want to see Sting and Darby versus fucking DIY. Listen. <laughs> Look, Champ is not going anywhere. Champa loves his kid too much, and Champ is going to team. I know, but I'm just saying. That's why it's a dream match. <laughs> I've never heard this toy to voice of you before. You're so serious <laughs> and sensual. All I'm saying is we can have DIY and FTR yet again. That's all I'm saying. Oh my God. Get the authors of pain back from their CPA jobs now, probably, or some <laughs> shit. What, what happened to them? I was just like, as I was making this, I'm just like, what? Like, you'd think they'd at least show up in, like, fucking AAA or MLW or some shit. It's a very MLW signing. Yeah. But if, if, if fucking, fucking Braun Strowman show <laughs> <laughs> You still got it. Oh, <laughs> 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 boy. All right. Well, let's, let's keep the, the jerking off coming. How the cutest couple. Nah, jerking off's not cute. Uh, last year's winner were the Iconics, now the Inspiration, now uh, Pass. Um, you didn't have anything for this. Not even, no. a, pity, not even a pity Johnny and Candace. No, because I barely agree with even most of your... Well, Johnny and Candace, they're not a couple now. They're a family. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Fine, do I not even include this anymore? That's all this was for. It was a crush to pat his career's pats. No, you're good. I mean, right. can I just run through yours real quick? Yeah, please. Yeah, analyze uh, my list. I mean, like, uh, analyze the list. Uh, index, uh, it's not even real. Uh, Renee and John Moxley, um, sure. But again, also family now. Uh, Miro and Lana, I wouldn't call that cute. Nothing that they do together is cute. It was purposeful. Uh, Montez and Bianca, yes. And uh, Mia and Keith that's 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 cute they are cute they are very they cute. are they are fucking adorable okay i didn't realize we had ex- are all of ours kayfabe no they're well they're all like kayfabe yeah. and they both. blur a line 
right down to Johnny and Tommaso. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, comeback wrestler of the year. So this is a, a non-part-timer who just had a career rejuvenation this year. Last year's winner was the Hurt Business. Yeah. In fact, don't uh, call it a comeback. They have been here for years, but yeah. we're calling it a comeback. Yeah. Now they're putting suckers in fear. Yes. Uh, you have Eddie Kingston once yes. again. I should have tallied that instead of Johnny. Oh, that's um, what I thought you meant. No, I was talking about Johnny based off of the oh, dream match thing. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you also, we just talked about him. You put Tommaso Ciampa here. Uh, yeah. Forgot that he, he's had a pretty damn good year. Yeah. I, you know, the fact that he's, and this is also just like a, a blast down to NXT itself. Like mm-hmm. the journey for Ciampa to get Goldie back should have been monumental and momentous. Mm-hmm. Instead, he just is the he's he's the champ for now. Yeah, until they decide bronze ready. Yeah, basically, it's and also I guess I kind of forgot about because you figure for the first like eight months of the year he was just desperately trying to get Timothy Thatcher over. Good lord, that was yeoman's work right there. (laughs) It didn't work. I don't even know where he is. No, but he he is the white single AOP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, you know what? Bless his heart. Yeah, God bless him and bless those teeth because he needs it. Um, I have two that probably are weird on paper, uh, but fucking Apollo Cruz probably would have been part of those releases had he not yeah. gotten an accent and figured out how to be a heel this year. Yeah, and it's it's kind of it, I I see him being on the oh buddy list next year because now he's just on Raw back to jobbing with Commander Aziz. But the first like five months of this year was just like son of a bitch Apollo Cruz he, good for him. He regardless of any outside interference he defeated the current wwe champion at wrestlemania he's got more wrestlemania wins than big e does right now yikes yeah uh and i also have shinsuke shinsuke's uh by the fact that he, i don't think he's defended the intercontinental championship this year it's had it for eight months yeah he got to be king again got got his song back gets to hang out with rick boogs 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 <laughs> This will now be the rest of the show. Like, fucking A. <laughs> like, he's comfortable. And you know what? He's popular. And he seems a little bit more reinvigorated. So sure. I, I put him there. I and guess. then the odd one, uh, fucking Alex Shelley's popping up everywhere again. So tell me about this. Uh, so he's, so they have, uh, like an internet, uh, not internet, an independent wrestling, like, tell like title that, like, gets defended across certain promotions. It's, mm-hmm. like, helped sponsored by PWI. So he currently holds that. He's okay. popping up in GCW. He's been popping up in PWG again. Okay. Uh, I, I hope and fully expect him to be back on TV, whether, I mean, probably with AEW or even maybe with Impact or somebody else. He might have even done an MLW spot. Like, this is a guy okay. who... Here's a guy. He's just like Jay Lethal. Like, he's still like 36 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and is one of the most influential wrestlers of his generation that will never get talked about. Uh and people will only, unfortunately, probably remember him for the Motor City Machine Guns. Not unfortunately, but also Paparazzi Productions, which was one of the best things about TNA back in the day. And Time Splitters. In um, Time Splitters. Like, he's had an amazing career. Yeah. And 9 out of 10 wrestling fans probably could name him. And right. I'm hopeful that he still has a chance to, to get to a little bit more recognition. And this year, I think, was a good start to it. So I wanted to give Alex Shelley some shine. Uh, let's give these people no shine because it's worst promo of the year time. Last year's winner was uh, Nia Jax and the SmackDown karaoke segment. Who? So this can... <laughs> Nia Jack, sorry. Uh, this can cover an entire person's year or just individual promos. You didn't have anybody for this, which is surprising. 
because uh, you block out, you tend to block out bad shit nowadays. Where me, I wallow in and I love it. So here are five nominees. Uh, the two I added today. <laughs> uh, it pains me to do this, but Liv Morgan is really rough. Oh, that's it's unfortunate. The thing with her and Becky every single week now is like, mind you, Becky is a heel while good at it is woefully miscast because people just want to yeah. cheer for her. Yeah. So every week it's just resetting the, the live crowd, having to get Becky to be booed and live having to spout off some really bad lines and she just can't deliver them. Um, same thing goes to me for Jade Cargill. Like you have Mark Sterling there who I'm not a fan of particularly, but gets the he job. Can talk, done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He can talk like, you know, it's a good little like attorney character, you know, for a manager in a modern mm-hmm. time. Then she gets like one or two lines and it's just so forced, like having to force the bitch thing in 2021 yeah. just doesn't work for me at all. Um, so every time she speaks, it's very cringy. Well, it's a good thing. She's green as hell and has so much time to get better. Oh, well, 100 like, percent. This will be the last time she should be on this list, hopefully. Yeah. Um, somebody who's been on this list forever is last year's winner, Nia Jack, uh, who just continued to do things very wrong and very poorly up until she was finally let go. You don't have to be bad when you're related to the rock. And they're like, no, nah, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> uh, Aaliyah got called up and has learned nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was looking uh, for, for themes uh, when I filled this out. And when I saw that, because I know that she got called up. And then when I saw like her Titan Tron and like her stuff was like bougie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, they just went back to the same gimmick that she pitched when she was on that fucking like WWE 24 or whatever the fuck, like eight the, the, years ago. Yeah, like the, the like the uh, the NXT like documentary show. Yeah, like, like yeah, not yeah, tough yeah, enough, that one. But whatever, yeah, yeah. The fuck, breaking yeah. ground, breaking, breaking ground. ground, the Shatner narrated yeah. one. Yeah, she uh, stayed yeah. in NXT for seven years and got called up to do what she was doing seven years ago, and now she's not on TV again. She was on the Survivor Series team. She got booted off of it. She cut a promo that I think was actually debunked, but like when it aired, it was edited so poorly where like she'd say a line, look down at a script, look up, say her line. Oh, look I saw down. That. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like when that got debunked and then I saw the video. I'm like, well, I could see how that happened. Yeah. But even still, like even without it, it's still, she's still very bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she also, uh, I think her SmackDown debut or a match afterwards. She's working a six-man tag. She threw up. <laughs> it was on Botchamania. What? Like she's celebrating, and you can see her be like, mm, like having to like hide it because she's on live television. No. And throw up all over fucking Sasha Banks and Naomi. So then like she like kind of leaves, and they're both like, what's going on? And she comes back, and she's like, yep, I'm good. <laughs> Just like, you poor thing. Uh, and this last one, That's which would incredible. be my actual vote, because it's mind-boggling that this was this year. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, was Shane McMahon having a heart attack on live television versus <laughs> Braun Strowman? It was holy shit! Yeah, fuck, fuck. That was, if you were if you were pregnant when that promo happened, you're just now giving birth. <laughs> to put it into context, that Shane McMahon feud with Braun Strowman and had a WrestleMania match that was Braun. That was every week Shane McMahon blabbering and losing his lines like i just did <laughs> the fucking egg it's hard it's hard to do except you're not you're not like sweating profusely while you do it i'm <laughs> making a million dollars as a talent doing it uh yeah it is 
just mind-boggling. So that, that'd be my actual vote. So please, people, remember that that Shane McMahon thing happened this year uh, and earn him this victory. You also and, remembered uh, the winner for this next category that I absolutely forgot, but was referencing like just a week ago. Well, I remember because I was there for the chant for it. So best promo. <laughs> I had I had another one that I meant to remember for best promo, and I'm probably going to forget it now. So it will, hopefully it'll come back to me. Alesha's winner was Eddie Kingston, who was your sole nominee, who should have won this award for the past 10 to 15 years. Yep. Um, and, but now we're making up for it and he should still probably win. I didn't put him cause I knew somebody was going to put him. I focused my attention elsewhere. Like on CM Punk, uh, I want in a generation, uh, promo, uh, not his best work. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> I know you're not even saying that ironically. Uh, I also have MJF as the first for, CM Punk for the MJF body of work? promo. Yes. For body of work, for the body of work. The first... yes. The first CM Punk MJF promo battle was everything I wanted it to be. Ugh. No. Really? Yeah, no. It was it was too long. It was meandering. It was it was it was the opposite of everything I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be I wanted them to spit fucking fire. I wanted them to like to actually fucking say something. Like the most that promo did was get the Miz over, (laughs) (laughs) which is why I love it. My next nominee is the Miz. No, (laughs) the Miz was Um, WWE champion this year. Christ. (laughs) Uh, And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a way that I just didn't fucking remember that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I. I just. It's. I I think I said in the Discord. uh, Like it wasn't until Long Island that the feud finally started to get good to me. Um, yeah, like MJF on the whole, you're not going to be wrong nominating for this, but uh, boy, oh boy, that was just not it for me, that that first promo. Are you talking about the one where MJF came out and introduced himself and then Punk walked away? No, I'm talking about like the 15 minute. Yeah, in Chicago time. where yeah. like fucking took up uh, the amount of time that you know you could have been getting over some young star and instead after that 15 20 minute promo punk then had a goddamn 15 20 minute match with qt fucking marshall yeah he's AEW triple h and it's brilliant <laughs> just you wait baby i, hate it. I, I can't oh, wait oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna make Andrews I, I, angry in 2003 look like a deaf mute i am i am I'm not shooting you when I said when you when I say when you said that my stomach did a backflip. Oh, gorgeous! I love it. <sighs> you become what you hate. Um, so Sam Punk's nominee, uh, Roman Reigns, if only okay, for the hold fact. On. Also, first of all, not even now would Triple H give that much time to QT Marshall in a match. So I'll debunk your bullshit right now. Look. He's figuring it out. Oh, no, you think Triple H almost put Taka Michinoku in the Brooklyn Brawler over. You shut up. Taka Michinoku should have been put over a long time ago. Are we doing one of those old Spencer retro shows now? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also back when he didn't have any say in the matter. That was 2000. He had plenty of say. Oh, well, this is this is Arn Anderson talked about blowing somebody's brains out on national no. television. <laughs> now that's the shit I'm talking about, baby. I, I could get a Glock promo. He doesn't even get a Glock. He has a Glock and he yeah. pulls it out. And he, blow, he splatters 
their brains all over the concrete. I said get a Glock because I had my five-year-old sitting on my lap for her first live televised wrestling show and had to explain to her why the crowd was chanting, get the Glock at the 65-year-old man. Banner pairing moment in my life. And did you uh, tell her that uh, they're saying clock, not Glock? No, because so I, I haven't said this, share the story on the podcast. I don't think I've told you yet. No. So I told Jillian, my now five-year-old daughter, in advance, like, hey, there's going to be probably a lot of bad words that are yelled and, and, and chanted. You really shouldn't say them, but if everyone's doing it, it's okay if daddy and mommy let you at, at the moment. Like, depending on what it is, I want her to be involved. She very happily was chanting Cody sucks throughout the entire main event, which was great. But the very, very first match, it's, an eight, it's a dark match uh, with, like, Emi Sakura, Layla Hirsch, and a couple other girls, Diamante, I think. So it's pretty quiet. It's the first match. Nobody really knows the, the girls that well. And nothing's happening in the ring. And Jillian just yells, shut up, you bitch, <laughs> for no reason. This story you told me, yes. Okay, I'm glad I told you. I'm telling everybody now. And me and Sam were like, no! <laughs> no, and she just like smiled and laughed. We're like, that's not what we meant. <laughs> so for the rest of the night, she was then scared to do anything. So it worked out perfectly. Uh, hopefully, knock on wood, I will be getting tickets for AEW Revolution. She'll be doing her first pay-per-view, which will be taking place in Orlando uh, the first weekend of March. And I can't wait for her to uh, experience that. But yeah, Arn Anderson's Get the Clock promo was just chef's kiss. Uh, Roman Reigns, the whole year, but particularly his first promo on Cena, comparing him to the missionary position, was magnifique as well. Uh, Edge has done some good stuff this year. Again, I just did that, so Tope was a part of the show. Uh, Hangman Page, also good babyface promo. And uh, Moxley, specifically that promo where he was talking about... (laughs) His daughter, his newborn being a psychopath <laughs> was, <laughs> man, I felt that promo so much. I think it was like one of his last promos and it was just very endearing in a Moxley sort of way. So those would be my nominees to join uh, what I already have. And that is going to do it for part one of the 2021 Swaggy Award nomination show. Hope you enjoyed Rich and I breaking down the first half of everything that happened for better or worse in the world of wrestling in 2021. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you get them, so that way you can listen to part two coming next week. Of course, rate and review the podcast while you're there. Patreon.com slash Audio for bonus content. We're not a weekly podcast, but you never know when stuff will be popping up in the regular feed or on Patreon. Follow us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. For me personally, at Aerosmall38 on Instagram, and my retro wrestling diary, ArcadeAudio.net slash Podwoggle for Rich. You can follow him either at the Whack Pack Live or at I believe it's like Rip Cammy, Rich Cammy on Instagram, but mostly the Whack Pack Live where he rips open packs of trading cards on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, but he still rips them. He is the rip the rips after all. Hit us up either on the Podswoggle mailbag, arcadeo.net slash Podswoggle mailbag, or Podswoggle at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show, our nominations. You'll be able to vote for these awards. After next week's episode, the website will be in the description, but it's also arcadeaudio.net slash swaggyawards. Until then, hope you have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and we will be back with you next week for part two of the 2021 Swaggy Award nominations. For Rich, this is Mullet. We are swagging off.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.